0: Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Some time ago, we started a conversation about things that are killing the church, and um, not in the spirit of wow, you know, isn't the church bad and you know, neener, neener, neener. Uh, but more in the spirit of folks, folks. Um, there's so much that God intends for us to enjoy, and and there's really bad teaching or bad practice out there that's keeping a lot of really good people who love God deeply from experiencing God. I'm walking with God and experiencing the life that he intends for us. So the spirit of this is, uh, you know, we kind of want to identify and name those things that are crippling the Christian life in our time. Uh, Not because we're just mad about it, but because um, you don't have to live like that. You don't have to live under that. Um, You know, we start off by talking about intimacy with God. and, And that's normal. That's the point. That's mm-hmm. why we're created. Yeah. It's available. Uh, and, and then we went on to talk about spiritual warfare uh, as a category and how essential that is to simply navigating life and getting to, for one thing, the intimacy and, and getting to the life that Christ has for us. Uh, there's a handful of other really core categories uh, that are crippling. Christianity in the West right now, and uh, I think the next one I would name would be that the heart is not central. That belief, Mm -hmm. that conviction, um, whether we've named it or not, um, it's uh, certainly crept in into what we teach Mm -hmm. and what we focus on and what our emphasis is, you know, both from the pulpit and in classes and and just in our personal lives, you know. Mm Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, watch over your heart because it is the wellspring of life within you. Um, And if you were to just take a concordance and look up the word heart and how many times it is used in Scripture and the vast diversity and importance and significance of the Scriptures on the heart, you know, shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart you know, thy word I have treasured in my heart that I may not sin against thee. You know, uh, God looks to and fro across the earth for those whose hearts are toward him. You know, he says in the prophets, don't rend your garments, rend your hearts. You know, that's what real repentance looks like. And I mean, the New Testament is just full of passages like love one another sincerely from the heart, you know that God would strengthen us by his spirit and our inmost beings so that Christ may dwell in our hearts. You know, on and on it goes. Uh, the heart is crucial to human experience. It's crucial to understanding who God is, to know his heart. And yet, oh, it's, it's not central, mm-hmm. uh, not in the practice and in the teaching of a whole big swath of the church these days. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. In missing the heart and its centrality, um, what we've focused on is just behaviors, just modifying our behaviors. And, um, and we've minimized sin because we haven't seen the, the depth of our problem Right. That we can smile. Psalms talks about his words were smooth as butter, but his heart was a drawn sword. Right. We minimize sin when we miss the heart because our problem is so deep and profound and systemic. And then, John, we, we miss the beauty of the full work of Christ. Right. That he addressed the problem. Right. By giving us a new Right. And that we're forgiven, but we're changed, we're different, we're new creatures, and that the life described, the exhortations that we're called to live by are possible not by willpower and saying no to sin, although we do that, but they're possible because we have within us the ability to do it, to love, to be merciful, to be kind.
0: Exactly. exactly. Let, let's unpack those two things because what you just hit on is huge. I mean, going back to sin and the human predicament, our dilemma, our yes. need. The irony is, is that the people that have been most critical uh, of our books, uh, our ministry, you know, and, and what we teach about the heart tend to be the doctrine crowd and uh, – What is so sad about that is that their view of sin is actually more shallow. Yes. It's incredibly superficial. I mean, they think they're towing the line. They think they're, you know, defending a genuine holiness, but it ends up just being behavioral. It's Mm. purely behavior, you know, Mm. and it has nothing to do with internal realities, Mm. issues of motive, Mm. (laughs) right, Mm. which is an issue of the heart. And Mm. so, you know, you're missing – By neglecting the heart, you are missing the point that uh, when you are evaluating people or a person particularly, your son, your daughter, yourself, you neglect the heart and you just focus on behavior. And Jesus says you clean the outside of the cup and dish. But inside, you're a disaster. You know, it's just so sad because then you also miss the opportunity for a genuine transformation and a genuine repentance. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I, I think we take the depravity of man pretty seriously. Much what, more seriously. What hope is there given uh, how, how wicked and evil, broken and fallen our hearts are of any change unless it's at the level of – the heart
0: yeah unless there's a real transformation there, yeah gang, as you're listening to this um a really good test is we're kind of going through what's turning out to be sort of a series of podcasts um on things that are absolutely killing the church. um just ask yourself, yeah, when was the last sermon I heard on Intimacy with God or hearing the voice of God or spiritual warfare, Mm -hmm. the heart. When's the last uh, Sunday school class series that was offered at our church? The, The last book I read on this, the conversation that I had in the foyer, you know, or in fellowship hall of church on these things. I mean, just there's a really simple test to go, yeah, who's teaching on this? When was the last time I heard really helpful guidance on the heart, other than the message tends to be the heart is deceitfully wicked, Mm -hmm. you know, Jeremiah 17.9. And what we want to make clear is that, yep, Mm -hmm. yep, that's true, before a person comes into a relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the salvation work of Christ is a transforming work. Uh, Theologians, you would use the term regeneration, Mm -hmm. that there is real and substantive change. God knows the heart's the problem. He knows the heart's the problem, right? And so he goes after it. You know, in the Old Testament, he promises, Ezekiel 36, verse 26, I'm going to give you a new heart. I'm going to take away your heart of stone. I'm going to give you a heart of flesh. And Jeremiah, he says, I'm going to give you a heart to know me. I'm going to give you a heart to know me, and they will be my people, and I will be their God. You know, And then in the New Testament, you have the phenomenal teaching of Jesus where he says, but the seed that fell on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart. Mm-hmm. A noble and good heart. And then in, in that sermon that uh, Peter is preaching in the book of Acts, I think it's chapter 15, where he says, God has purified our hearts. Mm-hmm. So there is a radical transforming work that's available through Christ to go to the heart of the world's dilemma. I mean, mm-hmm. the dilemma of mankind is the heart.
1: And because of that work, I mean, Paul says we're new creatures. Right. And because of that, it would just be cruel of God to describe a life of forgiving one another, of... Of being merciful and kind and loving one another. And we have the inability to do that. Right. I mean, how else can you do what the New Testament calls us to right. unless our hearts change? It's just a charade otherwise. Yeah. It's just me trying to be kind when under my breath I, I despise you.
0: Mm. Mm. And here's what happens. You know, in our teaching, in the church, sermons, Sunday school, books, classes, all of that. Uh, the television shows, the, the very popular ministries, when we neglect teaching about the heart, we really leave people crippled, mm-hmm. absolutely crippled. I mean, how do you love God with all your heart? How do you love one another sincerely from yeah. the heart? You know, How do you follow all of those heart commands yeah. in Scripture? How do you live? How do you live by neglecting? The heart I mean you just you're lost what people are you know end up with is pressure mm-hmm. and doctrine mm-hmm. that's what we end up teaching you know here's good biblical teaching get your doctrine straight and then here's pressure to live right you know just more exhortation more urging you ought to husbands you ought to love your wives better you know without going to the issues of the heart mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. At church, we need your support, you know missions you you've got to give we got to get the gospel out there, and people don't give you know because it's not on their heart. we didn't go after the issues of the heart you just you end up with an old testament religion, which is knowledge, mm-hmm. teaching mm-hmm. and pressure the law mm-hmm. you know it's a duty right mm-hmm. and doctrine
1: and holiness and righteousness are just external behaviors right. versus there's something genuine and true. I, I really do care for you, mm-hmm. love you. Mm-hmm. I really do want to say no to this temptation. I really do something deeper mm-hmm. than just volition.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just, it's huge. And I'm thinking of, uh, again, even some of the moral categories we think in in the church I mean, we'll keep a pastor on staff because he's a great Bible teacher, Um, but off time, out of the pulpit, he's mean, he's self-centered, he's incredibly prideful and arrogant, and he's brutal on his staff. And we don't see that as a serious, serious issue because, oh, he's just so good in the pulpit, he just teaches the Bible so well. Jesus says, that's horrifying. That's horrifying. That's, that's the opposite of what I want. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you're a disaster. I want a heart mm-hmm. that's for me. Mm-hmm. I want a heart transformation, mm-hmm. you know, and on and on the examples could go, you know. Okay. A friend of mine was fired from his job at a Christian high school because the elders saw him buy a bottle of wine at the grocery store and this this was the most effective teacher that school has ever had, because he knew the heart and he knew how to go after the hearts of students. He gave them a love for learning, he gave them a love for Jesus Christ, you know, and here are the elders you know sort of in a self righteous smug, holier than thou you know here's what's holiness, holiness is not drinking, you know, which is not biblical by the way. We strain gnats and swallow camels, you end up with a. A Christianity that's incredibly unappealing to the world. Mm-hmm. It just looks so picky uni, mm-hmm. you know, so small minded, and it misses the point.
1: Mm-hmm. The other circle is is John, the the group that's casting out demons, doing all kinds of supernatural knows mysteries and prophecies, and yet does not have love. Yeah. There's something missing on the level of the heart. Yes. Um, yeah. There's there's an inability to live and love well from the heart. Yeah. It's just central.
0: It's absolutely central. I mean, you, you just start taking categories of life. You know, what does it look like to walk with God? Well, the heart's central. <laughs> that you love him mm-hmm. with all your heart, you know, that your heart is tender toward him, That you love the things he loves and hate the things he hates to be one heart with God? And you take the category of marriage. I mean, how can a marriage survive Mm -hmm. without making the heart central? You know, if the husband doesn't understand the heart of his wife, right? What a woman needs, what she was created for. If she doesn't understand the masculine heart, I mean, just constant wounding, bondage, betrayal, misunderstanding, you know.
1: Yeah, and actually, John, to the people who disturb you, who are disruptive, who in your lives, to understand, you know, when their behavior, what it's coming from is an issue of the heart. It actually gives you, I think, a little more compassion. Right. That's what I need to go after. Oh. There's there's a broken heart here. Yes. That's deeper than maybe just a defiant willfully sinful mm-hmm. person okay. that may be true as well okay. but beneath that
0: okay it's huge it's yeah. huge craig the whole category of transformation mm-hmm. how do people change you know mm-hmm. and and whether that's an addiction a sexual addiction or a chemical addiction whether that's depression issues of anger pride i mean you know you just the whole question of transformation the scripture makes it very clear oh without Without the heart central in your approach to transformation, (laughs) it isn't going to happen. You know, so marriage, transformation, holiness, godliness, parenting. Yes. Oh, my goodness. If you don't understand the heart and it's not central in your thinking about parenting, right, what are you left with but fear, Mm -hmm. manipulation, pressure, Mm -hmm. right?
1: And what's your goal in parenting? Is it a compliant child who leaves home and then all those deeper issues just surface and explode? Or are you after a compassionate child whose heart has been trained and guided and freed to live? Right. To love well, Mm -hmm. to love God.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, on and on the categories go. If the heart's not central in a church – You know, they don't teach on it, see it as central. Well, then everything's going to be pressure, doctrine, Mm -hmm. programs, busyness, Mm -hmm. performance. It's all the externals. Hey, we Mm -hmm. got to get this going. We need to do this. We need to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to show up more, all of those things. And you miss, you miss the point. The heart is absolutely central. You going to say more?
1: Yeah. We spoke earlier about intimacy. It's intimacy on the level of the heart mm. that God yearns for. Mm-hmm. We spoke about warfare, John, and it's that's the very thing the enemy wants to assault and prevent, diminish, is the heart mm. truly and purely loving God. Mm-hmm.
0: And Craig, I think the real issue. I think I think there's two reasons why the church has really neglected the heart. One is is a misunderstanding, it's bad doctrine, you know, believing that mm-hmm. Jeremiah 17, 9 is the only mm-hmm. verse in the Bible on the heart, mm-hmm. you know, and that the heart remains deceitfully wicked. And so, man, you of course you got to get rid of it. Just, you know, you kill that thing, you put it aside and you teach and talk about other things, you know. Uh, and we just don't have the time to unpack all of this here, but there is... Forgive the promotion. We do have a series on the good heart where we unpack that more um, because we don't have time to go into that today. I think first reason is misunderstanding and I think the second reason is uh, an unfamiliarity, an awkwardness that the leadership are not living a life from the heart, dealing with issues of the heart. They don't know how to heal the broken hearted, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, or set a captive heart free. They, mm-hmm. you know, they're so unacquainted with it that they're uncomfortable with the issue. So you have kind of the, the misunderstanding of the heart being wicked. Well, we got to get rid of it. And then you just have simply the, the, uh, the uncomfortableness of it. They're awkward with the heart. And so they avoid it and therefore, Everybody else has to because they're not teaching and training and guiding people in it. And it's absolutely, unspeakably
1: tragic. Just an aside here, just as I'm thinking about it, John, it, it's so often uh, that the people who don't believe the heart is good also don't have a devil. Mm-hmm. So – where, where does your explanation for everything that's gone wrong? Mm-hmm. It, it falls on God. Mm-hmm. Can't go there. Therefore, we can't mm-hmm. have a good heart. It's it's kind of a circular thing. Yeah. You know, it's just their yeah. theology. It just yeah. doesn't allow that. Yeah.
0: It's true. It's true. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you loved it. We love getting your feedback as well. If you're enjoying these podcasts and would like to leave us a comment, please visit the iTunes Store and do so. And by the way, all of our audio resources are now available for purchase through the iTunes Store. You can find our resources and our other podcasts by searching for either Ransomed Heart or John Eldridge on the iTunes Store. And to find out more about Ransomed Heart, our podcast, our events, and all of the things that we're offering and doing, come to our website, at www.ransomedheart.com.